Hello and welcome to Not Often Heard the Podcast, Eurovision 2023, Semi 2. My name is Gary. My name is Mark. And my name is Alex. Well, we are gathered once more to pick over. No, hang on, we are gathered here today. <laughs> I'm just going to apologise now if I croak or if I cough because um, I think semi final one because we were there. Um, did, did, did we not mention that? <laughs> we not mention that we were It's finished me off a bit this week. <laughs> it's broke you. It has broken me. Yeah. Uh, late night has had a domino effect on me all week. There's <laughs> what, like, hours of screaming, followed by yes. a car ride, followed by about five hours of sleep will do to you. Yes, uh, when you're a person of a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> Semi two were on two, mm-hmm. and um, they didn't hang around, did they? It was pretty much a, a X Factor style recap of semi one and mm-hmm. cut, cut, wow, this that, and now it's qualifier, qualifier, blah blah blah, and then a bit of chat from the the hosts, mm-hmm. and, you know, just the normal the rules. Yeah. Hannah did a French again, didn't she? Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she actually can speak French. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all in French on the auto queue and stuff. Oh, she didn't just uh, learn it for. It's not phonetic, okay. or anything like that. Uh, she mentioned that uh, Julia uh, has to help <clears> her. <throat> no, it's properly in French and she can speak it. So well done. Uh, mm. So it was off. Off we go. Essentially, I think mm. uh, into semi two. So uh, let us start by uh, looking at song number one: Denmark, Riley, breaking my heart. If we cook a bunch of well, that that's bubblegum. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It 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 looked like bubblegum, didn't it? And candy floss. Yeah. Like the the animations were all like pink clouds and. Fluffy, and Happy vibes. yeah, and I want to know the secret to his skincare regime. Because <laughs> he's twenty six, but he looks twelve. I know it's outrageous. You and every other gay hero. <laughs> the thing is, yes, it's colourful, but his vocals are actually a bit thin. I think. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the, compared to how it is on like the studio track. Yeah, yeah this, this, was, this was not good. No, it's um, it, it's very high, and I don't know if it's like you said on the on the stereo on the studio track, Alex. You think it's fine? He's it, it, mm. singing it nicely, and the, yeah. the, the fact that it's quite high isn't mm. coming, you know, isn't causing a problem. Mm. I guess in the studio track it wouldn't, would it? No, no, exactly. Um, but <laughs> it's a good pop song, as you say, in the studio. But in terms of that performance, vocally, yeah, just not quite cutting it. I think not great. Um, also, the, the, the kind of setting for it that so it was sort of three rooms, wasn't it? It's mm. rep, trying to replicate the video, yeah, where it goes from one coloured room to another coloured room, and it's all very bright. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a Barbie house type <laughs> thing, isn't it? Um, and so to try and replicate that, we have a, a rotating set, mm. don't we? The problem is that's not very interesting to watch. He's just kind of bouncing around in front of mm. a coloured wall. wall. 
<laughs> I think. Yeah, with like a, a cutout door, wasn't it? That like say rotated and he went through it. At first I thought, oh, that's interesting. But then he just did it again. Yeah, I, did, I was like, oh, I again. thought you were going to do a bit more with that. Mm. But he didn't really. And he did, I don't think he even really came forward onto the satellite no, stage a lot. No. Um, so visually, not the most interesting thing to watch. No, but it's the kind of thing I probably would, you know, if when it comes up on my playlist or whatever, it's not being skipped. No, I would listen to like it again. Listening to it, yeah. And did you see Daddy, Daddy Freya? Did yeah, in, the, in, in sitting with one of the delegations, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in the Icelandic yeah. delegation because he's in the city doing a gig. Mm-hmm. I think he's also part of the final. Yes, as well. he is, isn't he? Uh, yeah, it's so nice that they got him. They said, yeah, come down, come sit in the delegation yeah. in the green room with us. Oh, yeah, oh. come sit here. <laughs> okay, let us move on to uh, song number two then, which is Armenia, uh, Brunette and Future Lover. So, you kick us off for this one, Mark. Me? Me? Um, this has been one of uh, the ones that I've liked ever since I've started listening to the actual album oh, okay. uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I quite like that. Um, I want to be good, do good, look good. I think it's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a, a hook there that gets you into it. I thought the vocals were mostly pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And I really like how towards the end, the, she's got something that kind of like tilts up and she goes and walks up it and performs on it on a slant mm. and she's got things projecting on it. I thought that was simple but effective. It's, it's a bit Sergei Lazarov mm. from uh, 2016 sure, sure. but a more extreme angle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she's got to have good grips on those boots. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, Alex? I... I... Thought it was very cool visually, you know. There was that certain psychedelic quality that I think sort of brings people in with it. But yeah, no, I thought it was a decent performance all around. Yeah, I mean, it's quite a, another one of these dark performances where they they shroud the, the this the stage in darkness, don't they? Mm. And just have the light focus on a particular area. In this case, the you know the the big flat thing, the wedge that she's sitting on. <laughs> But then we suddenly get this dance break where all this smoke envelops her and she kind of gets lost mm. um, for the first part of it. Where it just all kind of pours onto the stage and you're like, where is she? Where is she gone? <laughs> and then she sort of appears again. Um, personally, not my taste, but it was sung well. Mm-hmm. I could understand why um, it went through. Yeah. Okay, we shall uh, go on to song number three then, which is Romania, uh, Teodor, DGT on and off. Now, this one... I don't know if you've seen the national final footage, the, the performance. No. It's very different to this. Okay. He's got about four or five other people on stage with him. He's got backing dancers, and there's a proper routine in a little okay. staircase. 
uh, and he had uh, make love not war um written on his chest and stuff when his, oh, okay. his shirt got ripped off t- towards the end similar to how mm-hmm. he's here mm-hmm. uh, and it, it has that slogan uh, on, his, on his chest and it was a properly choreographed routine he's got backing and everything there's no guitar he's not sitting there playing guitar like he is here no. um and it just worked better as a performance and i just i'm a little lost as to what why why did they change it mm. can they not afford to bring other people i mean you said didn't you that um they did a lot of this off their own back, didn't they? Um, they? They didn't get a lot of support from the broadcaster. That's what it's. That's what you, people are saying on social media mm. uh, that he wasn't really getting a lot of support from his broadcaster. Allegedly, I should say this is allegedly. allegedly. Yes. Um, so he's he's backing dancer, which appears right at the very end is his girlfriend, apparently. Mm. Um, so it was yeah. But in terms of the song, it grew on me. I have to say. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I didn't hate it. I wasn't a massive fan of the performance. I'll be perfectly honest. I didn't like what he was wearing. That kind of like <laughs> pink blazer and shorts. And yeah, it's a bit too close to how Greece. Yeah, it's, and it's. Um, I'm no prude, but there was something really weird about the nipple slip, the little nip slip when you saw. It. I don't know why. It just. Nipple slip? Yeah, you saw his nipples because he ripped his. There you I go. He ripped you. his blazer open. You could see his nipples, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> no prude at all. Um, but there was. I just thought it looked a bit odd. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe the original performance actually made a little bit more sense, and mm-hmm. what because there was a whole routine around it. What about you, Alex? One for you. Uh, uh, this was sort of a kind of a. Um, middle ground one for me I, I i feel like with this semi compared to the first one i feel like there's not as many of the powerhouses that we got from mm. from semi-final one it was a nice song i love thing mm. i mm. i liked it but it was sort of i feel like for one of semi two there was a lot of this kind of it's okay but it's not it's not 71. Yeah, it's not setting the world on fire, is it? Yeah. Fair enough. On to song number four then, Estonia, which is Alika and Bridges. She can't say Bridges. Bridges. Come on then, Alex, you can kick us off with this one. Is this building a bridge to your heart? Yeah, this was one of the ones, contrary to what I said before, that really stood out for me because, you know, it would, she really just light through every single inch of herself into this one. You know, vocally she was just... It was just fantastic. You know, she could, you could really tell that she was putting all of her voice, all of her power into that song <clears throat> and it really showed and I think that's what kind of grabbed me and I'm sure what grabbed a lot of people and it's a really good song and I'm usually not mm. a ballady person mm. yeah I think lots of nods over this side yes. of the table wasn't yeah, there yeah. like yes, yes. Um, it just <laughs> I think it was just the vocal 
the the vocal performance was outstanding. She gave it her all, and it showed, and it was, yeah, I think it was pretty faultless. And mm. I did like the self playing piano. Yeah, that was cool. That that's carried over from the national final. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, what about the piano? And I love that kind of transition from the kind of cold blue lights that you had for the majority, and then it bursts mm. into that kind of warmer yellow uh, palette for the final chorus mm. or so. Um, it has grown on me. When I first heard it, I was a bit meh about it. It is well sung. It is very classy. Mm. I do like I like that. At the time, I personally would have gone for Bedwetters because I just like their song more. Mm. But I kind of realised that was probably the, would have been the wrong decision because there are similar songs already this year mm. to that, and it may have got lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Wait, think there was a group in their in their pick called the Bedwetters. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to look, look this up. Look it up, and it was a fun song. Um, kind of think in the vein of Lordy, they kind of do the whole makeup and scary monster type okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's in that vein. Um, good song, but perhaps not their year. Perhaps it was mm. the, it was right not to select them for this because mm. it may not have got them, you know, progressing to the final like Alika has. Right, song number five, Belgium, Gustav, and because of you. Yeah, when the world got me going crazy I carry on See, I carry on Because of the young The world got me going crazy I carry on Oh, wow mm. That is a cracking song yeah. It is a great song It does have that retro feel It does yeah. feel kind of 90s yeah. 90s R&B dance sort of thing But I think he sells it because of the amount of joy on his mm. face. He looks so happy to be there mm. and performing. And it's kind of like a real like family affair, isn't it? Mm. Like the backing singers and the, the dance that comes on to Vogue for him. Yeah. And, you know, she did walk that mm, duck. <laughs> she did. Um, uh, they're all friends. And yeah. his husband is in the delegation as well. Did yeah. all like the graphics. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, Bel- uh, yeah. Sort of a, a, a Bel- Belgian boy George with a, yeah. a dash of Sam Smith and a big dollop of Kylie Minogue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the fact that it, he's got the live backing vocals there because so many countries choose not to have that now because mm. they don't. Because it means they can just bring dancers instead in, the, in as part of their six. Mm-hmm. So I will always be a sucker for some live backing like that. And wow, <laughs> what a backing group he's mm. got re- the the brilliant sound that he's getting from his backing mm. singers is is really good um i do wonder if that hat's getting bigger it feels like every time <laughs> i see him we'll, that, we'll, we'll, we'll find out by, by the time it gets to like the like when we watch the grand file it will be like you'll be able to have the whole delegation underneath it <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I do wonder uh, if we will see that on a drag race, Maybe mm. drag race UK or whatever. Mm. It might be a lip sync for your life at some point somewhere. Yeah, it's has that vibe, I mean, doesn't it? Drag race. The Belgium has its own drag race, so it's there we go. Go. definitely. A, no way. Think, yeah, it's being posted by um, a Rita Bagger from Canada's Drag Race. Oh wow! Ah, okay. Yeah. 
Well, there you go. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> that, that's that's going to make an so appearance. It's definitely, it's definitely going to appear on Drag Race Belgium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm hoping then uh, that we will get a, a top five for that one. It'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, on to song number six then. We're rattling through it tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fatigue. That's fatigue set again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cypress. Andrew Lambrew. <laughs> break a broken hat. Break a broken heart. I have to admit, I didn't have this uh, really high up on my list anywhere to begin with. No, I I agree. It was a little bit under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see the performance and you go, ooh. And he's like, yeah, and even though you're he's got good. The, and even though he's got the backing vocals to help him, he actually manages to hit that falsetto in a way that mm. um, <laughs> the other Broken Heart song didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent vocals, I thought, yeah. on that one. I like the rain effect that he mm. has on the, the LEDs mm. at the back. That is very effective. Um, love that. It's a really good use of the graphics. Um, so I thought it was excellent. Um, it's and that, and the gas fire at the back, <laughs> at the back, and it goes. Yeah. At first, I mean, I saw that rain effect. I thought they actually were pouring rain on him on the stage. <laughs> that's how good it was. Uh, uh, yes, and then the gas fire at the end. I think that's probably costing fortune. Oh. <laughs> um, I think it's just a shame that there's nothing about this that's actually Cypriot, really, from the sounds of it. No. It's an Australian performer, and it's um, Swedish writers, Jimmy Anson uh, and Jimmy okay. Joker Tornfeld, involved. Um, so it me- immediately makes me think, is this a Melfest reject? You never uh, know. Yeah. It's, it's, it selection. Has, it's, it's happened before, hasn't it? <laughs> We've done it for the UK, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Anybody else got anything to say about that? No. We're all happy. Yeah. It's all a th- thumbs yeah, up thumbs for up. everyone. Solid. Okay, song number seven then is Iceland, Dilia and Power. You see it standing oh, upside, yes. upside down on the, the table in the green room. It's mm. dangerous. Now, I quite like the song, and I like the hook of the power. Mm-hmm. I think it's good, and I think again, there's quite a nice message behind it. I did not like that performance. Oh, okay. I, she, I just felt like she was far too over the top throwing herself around that stage and I don't think she needed to yeah I, I kind of agree that the, the performance the staging of it mm, was a little um, bit mm. yeah I, I'm not sure what the point of the turntable was no because she you know she kind of ran up to it and it slowly rotated for about 30 seconds as she jumped off mm. that, did that really add yeah. much so what did you think Alex I think someone definitely needs to give that girl like some CBD gummies or something to calm her down. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I totally agree with you, Mark. That was that was a a lot. That was a, that was a lot that happened in the space of about three minutes. 
Yeah, it's. Mm. I can't help but think of pick up a penguin. Pick up a penguin. Red just power. I don't like. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, just, I'm probably being overly critical when I go, that's just a bit lazy. It's like, I can't think of a word, so let's just go. Oh my god, I won't be able to look at that song the same way again. Pick up a penguin. Here I am thinking it's the it's a great hook into the song, and you are pecking up a penguin. <laughs> Sorry, I'll ruin it for you now. <laughs> oh, I used to love penguins. You know what? I'm surprised it didn't qualify, though. Because she properly attacked that song vocally, mm. very good. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised if other people were a bit put off though with it, with yeah. it throwing itself around like that. Mm. I think because I like the song, she performed it very well. The whole kind of like imagery, imagery that she had of like roots and flowers and plants was fine. You know, the strength in nature, and power in nature. Mm. I just don't know why she was throwing herself around like she was. Yeah, it's mm. all right. There's, there's, it's good to be extra for mm. something like Eurovision, but it's got to. It can't. It can't be too messy. Mm. Well, can't say she didn't give it hundred oh, percent. She gave it hundred and ten. Absolutely did, yeah. and she did a good vocal. Perhaps just needed some choreography advice, perhaps, mm, to, just yeah. to tune things up a little bit. Take some, yeah. Take some dance lessons, come back in a couple of years, you will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> On to song number eight then, uh, Greece, and our youngest competitor this year, Victor Vernikos, What They Say. Oh, you know what they say souls make sure no one loses the way So it takes a lot of guts to go on stage at 16 mm. on the Eurovision stage as well. It does. Know how many millions are watching mm-hmm. you across all of Europe and beyond. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, well done for having the guts to do that at 16. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could have. No, 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 no. But what did you think of the song, Mark? Poor Victor. Poor, poor Victor. Poor, poor, poor Greece. I thought, I, was that your judgment on the song, or you trying to, you, you think you're feeling sorry for him? I, I, I kind of, I do feel a little bit sorry for him because I don't know. I just, I mean, I just felt like, oh, I don't know. His inexperience showed through, I think, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And it seemed a little bit rabbit in headlights, certainly at the start. And I think he struggled to really get into his groove. The, the the preview, like review clip that you were just shown, I think is probably the best bit of the performance, mm. uh, vocally and how he's conducting himself. Um, the song itself, I think, is fairly nice. Okay. It's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, and I, but I just think he just needs that. I think. An injection of confidence, maybe, yeah. which will perhaps come with a bit more age and experience, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. What did you think, Alex? Yeah, I sort of agree. With, I agree with Mark. You know, it's it's great that we've got someone so so young taking such a big role in Univision by representing their country. But at the same time, yeah, it it, it really showed that. This is someone who feels quite 
new to the whole experience and probably doesn't have the experience or maybe even the maturity to handle it mm. just yet. Yeah, and he was a bit breathy in mm. places, so he's not got quite got the breath yeah. control, which is probably very important with singing. Mm. I, that's probably the nerves showing through. I could be. Because I, I get nervy when I'm talking in public at like a, a meeting at work. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh yes, and I need to talk. <laughs> and you get out of breath. In terms of the song for me, I, it felt a little unstructured. I don't know, I, I, I was wondering where it was going. Normally you can get into the rhythm of a song mm. after the first verse in the chorus. Yeah. Uh, maybe I need to pay attention to it and listen to it a couple more times, but on mm. that initial listen or so, the performance, I was a bit like, oh, I don't quite know where this is going. And mm. I feel quite near the structure of it. Yeah. Right, uh, moving swiftly on then to song number nine, Poland, Blanca, solo. You liking a bit of solo, Alex? Mm, yeah. A very nice young girl singing a very catchy song. What's not to like about it? True. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't argue with her that it was that it was a catchy song, easy to enjoy. That's a really good way of describing it. It's very easy to enjoy, isn't it? Mm. it that's that's. I, it's very difficult to, I think, to say what you mean by by that. But I absolutely agree. It's really easy to enjoy and like this song yeah it doesn't i think it doesn't tax your brain you don't have to think about it mm -hmm. you don't have to um you, there's no hidden messages yeah. or anything like that. it's just yeah yeah here we yeah, go here's a pop song it's got a catchy hook yeah down da, da, down down yep yeah. Yeah. yeah um they threw everything and the kitchen sink at that though didn't they all yeah. the gimmicks <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah, I'm seeing. Got in it. I mean, you know, they got the, they kind of got the Mickey taken out of them last year a lot because they're used to video effects and you know what we call the CapCut Pro because CapCut Pro is like a, a video <laughs> editing package which has got lots of effects built in that you can just throw on, lightning and smoke and, and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. So it, it feels like they're making the use of their CapCut Pro license they've got, <laughs> throwing that at it. We've got the fish fish eye lens. We've got pyro. You know, and all the choreography and everything. And obviously the baby that she keeps on, you know, belting mm. out. And she even had it on a dress on the turquoise carpet. It said baby. <laughs> B-A, as it's B-A-Y-B-E-H. Baby. Baby. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's catchy. It is beach pop and... It should be a hit over the summer, really. That's the that yeah. It's the sort of song that you would hear on a holiday in Spain and play like bring break, play around the pool, in the, the bars, and then you bring it back with you and yeah. get everybody else to listen to it because this is a holiday song. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it climbs into the UK charts. <clears throat> yeah, a bit like Mamba Number Five. Yes. <laughs> song number ten, then Slovenia, joke it out. Copy Diem. Yeah, 
this to me felt a bit like a 90s blur track almost mm. i was getting that kind of vibe from it yeah uh personally the music isn't to my taste but in terms of performance they really sell it and they whip up that crowd and they play to the camera and to the audience really mm. well and basically do everything that Ireland needed to do and should and have didn't. done and didn't. Yeah. That's how, you, as a band, you perform on the Eurovision stage. Mm. So cannot fault them on that aspect at all. I thought they were brilliant performers, but just in terms of the song, nah, not many for me. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of feel fairly similar um the song is catchy enough um i was listening out for um the lyrics because it's called carpe diem but i don't think they ever actually say carpe diem i was listening to it and thinking why are they saying it where are they saying it and now i might just not have heard it or or you know well it but, is in slovene so yeah but carpe diem is latin isn't it it, it could be one of those songs that it doesn't actually have the title in its lyrics. True, we do true. See that sometimes. Mm -hmm. mm. What, um, what about you, Alex? Yeah. Oh, I was just getting you, Brit. Sorry, I was bored. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, harsh. I mean, I, I thought I was being harsh. I feel by like it wasn't my, my bag. I feel like I've heard this kind of song at least once every year in Eurovision for at least the last decade. Mm. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit I'm a bit weary of it, to be honest. It's, again, much like you, Gary, it's not a style I'm particularly, like, enthusiastic about. So, mm. it, I, I honestly, I, I've forgotten about this song. <laughs> and, so, so I'm sorry to your country, but, you know... Yeah, that's fine, this isn't it? Not, this was not this was not one for me. Loads of people will like that kind of style of song. Mm. I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's um, plenty of people who do. As but... borne out by the fact that it qualified. So, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. just because we personally don't like it doesn't, doesn't mean yeah. anything. I mean, I quite, I quite liked yeah. it. They were wearing some interesting outfits, let's put it that way. <laughs> In keeping with my sort of Melfest slash Eurovision tradition. This is this for me is my smoke break song. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Song number eleven then. Uh, Georgia, Iru and Echo. I think it's sung well. Yeah. Vocally, not a problem. But I, I struggled to figure out what she was singing. Um, I, th I think she was singing in English. It is in English. Um, and I caught some lyrics, but yeah, a lot of it sounded a little bit like noise. I quite like the long train on her dress, though. Oh yeah. It was I like a little. It was a little bit kind of like warrior wedding dress i thought <laughs> yeah the outfit i cannot fault the outfit was great it was yeah. such a eurovision outfit to give her but uh, uh yeah and it's grown on me a bit but i don't know this i didn't feel like they they could have gone more with it which is what you do in eurovision really mm. you mm. need more 
Yeah, and I like the way they kind of pulled two of the screens forward. Mm. Not many acts have done what, no. that kind of thing with the stage. Because the back screen does move, doesn't it? It can yeah. tilt and twist and turn and move. Mm. And and not many have done it. Use that. I know, I know Czechia did it mm. with theirs in Semi One. We saw a little bit of that with bits of the panels being mm. forward and backwards. And obviously, you know, we've seen it be flipped so that certain acts can use the lights on one side as opposed to the screens on the other for whatever they want. Mm. But yeah, I just felt this need. This needed something. Just, just something to kind of give it that, that Eurovision oomph. Yeah, and I don't know. For me, yes, it was very dramatic and it's well sung, but it felt a bit samey. You know, that there's no mm. kind of peaks and troughs with the song. It's all one note. Yeah, one note. Yeah, all at the same level. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I'd like a bit more variation. Mm. Song number twelve, then San Marino, Peaked Jacks. Picked, not peaked, picked. 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 They called themselves Picked Jacks on the stage when I saw them in the Eurovision Village. Sorry. Uh, like an animal. What I did like... Uh, about this performance uh, was the fact that Ryland gave it the start. <laughs> um, <laughs> that by 2035, every resident of San Marino will have performed at Eurovision. Because <laughs> it's that small. Because <laughs> it's that small. Um, no, in all honesty, I actually really like this song. I think the studio version on the album is brilliant. If a little bit ick with the lyrics that I've said this to you before. I can you know, smell you from here. Smell you like an animal. It's yeah. a bit like, like Ooh. I think that's what kind of put me off. <laughs> yeah. this one, when you hear the lyrics, it's sort of like, oh. Mm. It's a bit like, um, well, what was it? I'm thinking of. It was on, it's just on the tip of Blurred Lines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that kind of effect. Yeah, it's, mm. a, it's a decent song, but once you actually read into the context, to the once you read into the lyrics, you, it starts. Mm. You start see getting the, that bit of a sour taste. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it gives me the ick. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like the performance. I have to say, he was too screechy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very screechy on this compared to how it is on the studio. One. I thought they had really good stage presence. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think but... stage presence is fine. Um, just yeah, that screechy quality i wasn't mm. a fan of i've not listened to the studio version as much mm. perhaps as you but it really did grow on me that the student's mm. performance i was like yeah i'd listen to this again mm. it's good and i really love the use of the lighting rig that they had that they were one of the best mm. the way we got the wide shots so we could see how they were using the lighting rig all those beams of white light and stuff and all the different parts mm-hmm. very effective but also but where were the pyros come on mm-hmm. come on san marino put your hand in your pocket have a, have a, <clears throat> have a few pyros <clears throat> Um. Right, song number 13 then. Austria. Hey. Tay and Selena. Who the hell is Edgar? Oh, sorry, I got carried away there. <laughs> Everybody dancing in my chair. Oh, it's got the hook. Mm-hmm. It's got the dance moves. 
And he went down big in the hall. Tick, mm-hmm. tick, tick. Yeah. One of my absolute favourites before even the semis even began was this song. Yeah. It's so catchy. Yeah. It, it sounds ridic- ridiculous on the, you know, surface. Like, there's a ghost in my typewriter and it's Edgar Allan Poe. Mm. What on earth? But actually, it's got a really good message behind it, hasn't it? And the whole state of the music industry and streaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the whole 0.003 is like the, the, the fraction of a penny that mm. an artist gets from a stream and stuff. And, the, you know, music isn't the moneymaker that it was. Yeah. It's peanuts mm. you can earn now. Mm. Um, I love that. I love that performance and I love that song. Yeah. I think it's uh, topped off by their kind of like can't be bothered attitude as well when they're doing the dance moves <laughs> yeah it's very much like trot 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 and turn trot 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 yeah it's like oh have i got to do this oh all right yeah it's mm. like kind of apathy that mm. i associate as well with groups a bit like like little big mm. do a bit very apart from uh the dude with the bleach blonde hair and the black <laughs> lips he pulses everything <clears throat> into it but you know what i mean it's that yeah. kind of kind of almost almost fashionable indifference <coughs> to the world yeah. which is very very much a 20th century well 21st mm. century thing and i love the harmonies in it as well i thought oh yeah a lovely vocals yeah mm. really nice to listen to it's, it's the oh. chorals it's the choral <laughs> um so and they got through so uh, really looking forward to them opening mm. the show yeah, yeah on saturday on night Final night yeah Song number 14 then, Albania, Albania and Familia Kelmende, Duye. It's a family affair for Albania. Mm. It is literally the family on stage, isn't it? It is. Albina and, and her, her mum and dad and her brothers and sisters. Um, we've seen some other performances where the family looked like they didn't actually want to be there. Though. <laughs> but I thought actually in this semi, they had a lot of chemistry, I thought, mm. apart from the lad who looked like he'd been dragged along and didn't want to be there. And just shouting words at the back. Yeah. It's my bit now. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, it's kind of like, oh, we're doing it a family, so you've got to come. If you don't come, you're letting the family down. Like, like when you're doing like, like a family photo or something. Mm. Get in the shots. Fine. <laughs> I mean, since you know, um, Festival of Kengas is one of the first mm. national finals that happens in December, um, it's, <clears throat> and it's really gone up in my estimation since then. That was a really good performance mm. of it. I loved. I think the staging was simple, but it was effective. On it, there was no kind of props or anything like that. There was some simple graphics. Mm-hmm. It was mainly red, with the theme of the stage, and the way they interacted with Albina and stuff like that. So wait, um, they pick their entry in December. Yeah, mm. yeah. Festival of Kengis happens between Christmas and New Year. No, no wonder he looked the way he did then. If I was, I'd be the same. If I'd be like, oh, I've been singing this song for five flipping months. <laughs> I'm so yeah. bored of it. <laughs> yeah, and. I didn't have it down as a qualifier, but having seen that performance, I thought, yeah, that's going to hoover up some votes. Yeah, it didn't surprise me that also, it that it qualified yeah. in the end. And knowing what other countries were in that mm. semi as well who were eligible to vote. Okay, song number 15. Uh, Lithuania, Monica and Stay. 
Oh, they picked the right clip for the recap on that one, I think. Do you think? I was just about to think, just about to say, uh, they didn't show a lot of variety because I think there are that there are there's more variety in the song than what that mm. clip yeah sort of like suggests. But they're making sure that that hook gets in mm. your ear. The, I don't know, Tudo, two. I don't know what they say, but it is a hook, isn't it? Mm. I feel like you're going back. It's a song that you know. It's a style we've heard in Eurovision a lot of times, but unlike you know, unlike last time I was saying it, this it kind of works really well. It's something that's a lot more kind of catching gets, and you kind of get the feels for it a bit yeah. more than you would. Yeah, I, I love the gospel aspect to it. Mm. The yeah. live backing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a bit like Gustav, really rich sound there from the yeah. backing vocals. Yeah. Um, really commanding stage presence, uh, confidence. Oh, she's an old pro, isn't she? That's true. <laughs> At the risk of sounding rude. She, I mean, I just mean she's done Eurovision before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that she's old. <laughs> you, can, you can always tell the returning artists. The ones that are yeah, I feel like they have like a, 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 once, twice, or in is it not Charlotte Pirelli? Is it yeah? Been in like yeah, Charlotte came Charlotte back Pirelli a couple of times. Like yeah, she came back a second time. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it gives them a confidence, doesn't it? I yeah. think. Mm. Like I've done this before. I'm an old pro. I can do this. And it just shows no props, no pyro. Just a good song and good vocals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, 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 much like Portugal in that sense, let the let the let the artists and their work speak for, and their talent speak for itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You don't need to throw the kitchen sink at it, mm. Poland. Uh, <laughs> last one then, song number sixteen, <clears throat> Australia, Voyager and Promise. Oh man, I love that. Mm. It's great. Yeah. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I'd go so far as to say it's in my top five. Mm. I know a lot of people have said it's quite quite busy and a bit all over the place in terms of its music style. It's, mm. It does like three very different styles all in one song. But I think that, I think, it, yeah, it still works. It's got a good musical hook again in that chorus. Mm hmm. It's well sung, well performed. Yeah, I think Australia's given us a really good song this year. Yeah. And they're enjoying it as well. Yeah, Mm. they are absolutely selling the hell out of it. I love the visuals, the car on stage and the kind Mm -hmm. of neon cityscape that you have at the back. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got shades of ha-ha in some of the vocals. It suddenly clicked as I was watching it back this afternoon. I thought, oh, yes, it's got, you know, at times you think, oh, that's a bit Morton Harkett. Okay. Um, for me, anyway. I would not be unhappy if this won. No. You know, no notes. This is perfect. It's good for me. Good yeah. to yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really hope that they, they stick around in the competition. This isn't their last year. But yeah, if it is, I do too. For a bit, then that's one hell of an entry to go out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. So that was our 16. Uh, so in terms of qualification, uh, Armenia, Estonia, Belgium... Cyprus, um, Poland, Slovenia, Austria, Albania, Lithuania, 
Australia. Mm-hmm. That's a lot about that. Do we agree? Anything that we would swap out? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. Do, do you know what? I think a lot has been made of the fact that Semi 2 wasn't as good as Semi 1. Yeah, I was about to say, I do feel like some of the acts in Semi 2 will need to pull some serious tricks out of the wazoo to compete with but, Semi 1. But I enjoyed Semi 2 just as much as Semi 1 because I felt with Semi 1, you kind of like knew a good two-thirds of the songs that were really going to qualify, didn't you? Mm. Whereas with this one, could have been any of them. Yeah. A bit more open. There was a bit more open. About who could have got yeah, yeah, it was a bit more exciting, yeah. I think, in that yeah. respect. You kind of, yeah, you, you knew who was going to qualify in semi one, hands down. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, there was a bit more of a, a mystery to it. And now that we've got, we've got all of our contenders ready for the final it's going to feel like that as well, mm. especially going into it, knowing who's who we like in the series, which ones we like from the big five mm-hmm. as well. It's it, it really does feel like this could be anyone's game. Yeah, it, it's not it's not the done deal that it was going to be Lorene that everybody thought it was. Yeah, a couple of years I, ago. I I don't think it is a done deal at all. Yeah, we don't know if Sweden's going to be taking yeah. it that easily. Mm. There's I, a couple of people. Nipping at the heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be happy if the ring won. You know, I think it's a great song. It's definitely up there in my top five. But there are some serious contenders in mm-hmm. other countries this year. Well, yep. we shall wait and see when we hit the final, which is happening tomorrow night as we record this. I'm oh, so excited. No. Let's hope the UK doesn't drop right to the bottom of the score. Oh. We shall wait and see. Mm-hmm. Right, so stick around for the podcast, which will be the final one for this year, (laughs) for Eurovision, which will be released shortly after the final, after we've recovered, hopefully, (laughs) had a bit of a lie down. Anyway, until next time, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.